to the Greenville Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Elaine McNamara, the director of Greenville Smart and the executive director of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce. The Greenville Smart Podcast is brought to you by the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, Greenville University, and Greenville Smart. If you like information on our co-working space, office availability, and hosting events, or possibly exploring smart partnerships, please visit greenvillesmart.com. I'm very excited to tell you that today my guest is Noelle Harninger. She is co-owner of Bond County Realtors and the current president of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Madam President. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. So good to talk to you. And you do one other thing that I did not mention. Not only do you have Bond County Realtors um, and you're very involved in the community, but you're also a photographer, correct? I am. I own and run NH Photo, um, which is a business I started by accident about 10 years ago. So yes, there's that. How does one start a business by accident? Um, I bought a camera, a, a nice camera for myself to take pictures of my kids. And I had a friend ask me if I would go out and take pictures of her kids at Patriots Park. And I said, sure. And we finished and she asked me how much she owed me. And I said, uh, let me think about that. And uh, it just kind of snowballed from there. That's fantastic. And that's, God, I, I think everybody would wish that they could start a business by accident. But that's the beauty of it. You know, sometimes you can. That, that's kind of how my life goes, to be honest. <laughs> I became a realtor by accident as well. So it, it's just how I roll. <laughs> I can I can somewhat relate, somewhat relate. And uh, what I think is cool is um, most of the people that we've interviewed recently, um, are multi-business people, yourself, uh, Bill Walker, Larry Diders, uh, not mm -hmm. just one business, but multiple businesses. And uh, that is the beauty of uh, well, the, the world that we live in. Really, when it comes to small business, you don't have to limit yourself. You can branch out and do all sorts of things. You can. And I think there's, I, I think there's just people that kind of have that entrepreneurial spirit and they just love the challenge uh, of doing things like that. And even though I may not make conscious decisions to head that direction. And I think I have a little bit of that spark. So, and I'm definitely not alone in that. There's a lot of really creative, really um, talented people in this town that do that in a lot of different areas. Oh, for sure. I think uh, Greenville is a hotbed for creativity. Um, one of the things I love about it, there's the personalities are unique. The talents are unique and it's really starting to show in our business community more and more which is excellent. We've got the art gallery. We've got uh, the plant shop. We've got uh, all sorts of little unique stores and shops in Greenville. And um, we're getting more and more. And unfortunately, uh, we've been going through a time where, you know, a lot of these places had to basically halt everything. Yes. And, and, and that's hard. You know, for... It is. But... Um. I think the creativity of these people is, is, is helping a lot. And I think that there are ways that we can band together to, to help all of our shops. Um, you, for instance, have headed up the shop local campaign and you, you wrote a very eloquent article and you had a great interview. Can you tell us a little bit about your passion for shop local? Um, I can. That is also something I stumbled upon by accident. Story of my life. Um, it, it's something that at Bond County Realtors, we've actually done for years. Uh, we, 
We have always tried to source things locally for our office as much as possible. Um, anytime we do uh, a giveaway on our Facebook page or Instagram or anything like that, it's always something from a local business, a gift card or a basket full of goodies from Greenville. And that's just something we were passionate about for a long time. And for some reason, it took me a while to transfer that to my personal life. But once I did, I started doing some research and looking into it and realized that there were so many benefits to shopping local that weren't just benefits to the businesses. There were actually benefits to me. And so I started to get this real passion because I realized that shopping local wasn't just about helping uh, local businesses as if they were some sort of a charity case. Right. Um, it was really about investing in this community that I, I truly love. I mean, I chose to live here. I'm not from here originally. I've been here um, since 1996 at this point in time. Um, but it's about investing in it and, and saying that this is a place that I love. This is a place that I want to put my money so that it can become even more of an amazing place. Um, ironically, this whole campaign has been pushed up a little bit and jump-started by this kind of instant recession that was created by the coronavirus. So it's a campaign that's not based on, hey, let's help each other out, right. but it's been pushed up by the need to help each other out. And I mean, that's just a very real need right now. Uh, small businesses do not have a lot of... Um, they don't have a lot of reserves sometimes right. and some of them have very little income right now. They have no income and that their costs for power and rent and employees, some of them, and they haven't changed. Exactly. And yeah, it's more important than ever right now. And yeah, like you said, we were talking about the shop local campaign long before we knew that this was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And uh, the benefits that that well that you describe and that um, people I, maybe people don't think about it maybe some people do um, not just about supporting that particular business but I mean I've heard you talk about it before you buy something you know at at Watson's or whatever it, those people those businesses that we buy things from locally they reinvest back into the community in a big way yeah. They do. Um, the statistics vary a little bit depending on where you pull them from, but I would say probably uh, an average would be a locally owned business invests about two thirds of the money that goes through its doors back into its community. Um, and that's compared to about 40% for uh, a local or for like a, a big box or um, worldwide or nationwide owned company that's in a local area mm -hmm. um, and that continues to filter down uh, an online company like amazon probably only invests one to five percent back into our actual area um, right. when it comes to actual money that's put back in the area and it, it goes in in different ways i mean some of it is really obvious uh, mm -hmm. if you spend tax if you spend money in greenville uh, that sales tax goes back into our budget. That's what pays for our roads and sidewalks and municipal workers. Um, some of it is a little bit less obvious, and I think we, we, we miss that. Um, you mentioned shopping at Watson's. Uh, Watson's, I think, was um, my daughter's soccer team's sponsor for years and years and years. Okay. Um, which is kind of sad for Watson's because it was a horrible soccer team. They were very cute <laughs> and really bad soccer players, but they had fun. 
I did. Um, I think one year we, we scored a goal. That was about <laughs> it. Go team. Um, but that's what local businesses do. They, they support uh, local charities. They, they support local sports teams. They use other local businesses. I mean, going back to my business, if you do business through us, we have local contractors that we use for our rental properties. We use a local cleaning service. We use a local accountant. Um, we buy as many things as we can locally. There's a real butterfly effect when you start doing this with people in your own town. Oh, there really is. There is. It's, um, it's incredible when you really start to sit down and dissect it, how much it actually does. And another thing that it, that it does, we talk about what it does for you know, our, our schools, um, the sports teams, <laughs> um, other businesses. Uh, if you, uh, some of that money goes back into the events that we have in town as well. And Absolutely. That, that make us uniquely Greenville. And, um, you know, some of that sponsorship money from all the businesses. And then there's the tourism money. When we have family in town that stay at the, the hotels or we have another event, then that, again, brings people to those hotels who come to that event that brings money to that event. And that's just a cycle right there. That just brings it back in. and. Yeah, I mean, people, we, we have so many events that are signature to Greenville that make us Greenville, that that's an important part of it as well. It really is. It, it is. And it's, it's kind of a pride thing. In, it's a pride in your community thing for me. Um, you mentioned earlier that we're, we have so many unique things in our community, and we do. We're, yeah. we're kind of quirky. And I really like that about Greenville. It is not a cookie cutter town. Bond County is not cookie cutter. We're a little no. weird, but in a really <laughs> good way. <laughs> this is so and true. <laughs> I like that. I, I do too. And I think that that, um, you know, and I was starting to see a snowball effect of that. And I think we can bring, you know, once we're all okay again, we can revive mm -hmm. that and we can keep it going. And yeah, I think that supporting each other is just crucial in, um, in making that happen even more because I think Greenville has the potential to be that town where, hey, let's go to Greenville because it's fun because they've got this place, they've got that place, they've got the milk house, they've got Marcout, they've got these other places that have come in, they've got you know, great food, and it's just fun. And I think we have immense potential when it comes to that. I agree. I agree. And I think another thing that we have is there's just a real spirit in this area, in this community of a bunch of, how do I put this nicely? Um, I, okay, I'm just going to say this and you all have to understand that I'm from a family of really stubborn rural folks. We're a bunch of really stubborn rural folks that aren't going to do anything because someone tells them to do it. We're going to do it because it makes sense to us right. or because it fits in with how we've been raised and what we believe. And I think we've been raised to band together as a community and to help each other. And I, and I think that really fits with what our community is. And, and I think that's a beautiful thing. That's partly why I chose to live here that, and I married someone who's, you know, related to half of Vaughn County, <laughs> but I, I love that about this area. And, and I, I, I really truly believe that we can continue to, to work together and to see ourselves through this crisis. I think if we band together, 
um, we can make it through this as well as if not better than many other communities around us. Not that I wish them ill, but at this point in time, my focus is keeping Greenville strong, keeping Bond County strong. And I think then after this passes, I would love to see us just really explode and really, I don't know, continue the path that we were on before coronavirus happened. Yeah, I think we were, we had some momentum going. And I think when you talk about that stubborn spirit, um, there's something magical about it because when you have that spirit and you're faced with adversity, I think it really brings out that bonding together. And I think it really is one of those, don't tell us we, we're going to be down. We're going to make it. We're going to get together. We're going to make it through this and we're going to be better than we were before. Absolutely. Yeah, you, and you can feel it. You could. And the immediate reaction of this area when things started happening was not people hoarding toilet paper or yeah. all of the other ridiculousness that was, ha- that was ha- happening all around us. We had uh, Wayne's Market giving away milk to anyone that needed it. We had the schools coming together and their first priority was um, feeding the kids that depend on the school right. lunches as their main source of uh, a meal for the day. You know, this community really saw what was important in a crisis and handled that first. Oh, and I, I love it's, that. It's been phenomenal. I mean, the food pantry had so many donations that they had to stop taking them in because yeah. the citizens around here are so generous um, that they were overflowing. And that's just wonderful. That's a wonderful problem to have. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Well, we we talk about um, shopping local and uh, let's get back to the campaign a little bit. Now we, we, we have started some social media. We've just started it. Um, Last night. Last night. (laughs) Uh, Um, I had some insomnia, so I apologize to everyone that got a, uh, an invite to like it at like two in the morning. Yeah. We started thinking, a little late, but you know, better late than never. So we've got that going. There will be a, an Instagram account and a, um, a Twitter account tied to that as well. And Mm -hmm. I I would like to encourage, and I'm sure Noel as well for, um, we have a post on there that says, uh, if you're out, you know, basically if you're out doing what you need to do, if you're going through the bank or, or getting food or, or what have you, um, snap a picture while you're out and about, you don't have to get close to anyone to snap a picture of a local business that, that you want to, you know, give a shout out to and send it to that Facebook page and um, yeah, just spread the love and uh, spread the joy. And if you are one of those businesses in Greenville and Bond County, um, by all means, send some photos of your own business or what you have going on. And, and we do have that continued list on our, our, the chamber website, our chamber Facebook page as well. So if there's any new information, send that to us. And I'm supposed to be interviewing you and I'm chatting up a storm here, but um, this is what we do. It's okay. This is what we do. We Um, get together and then we brainstorm. Um, Yeah. And then we go off and rabbit trail. It (laughs) it gets bad. Um, I was going to say too, I am basically hashtag illiterate um, more or less, but when you snap those pictures, hashtag them with shop local, shop Boco, shop Greenville, um, Let's kind of get that going and see, yeah. that's a good way to track how much, how much we're getting out of this and to see how excited this area really is and how much they're getting behind this campaign. Um, I think that really 
helps our local vendors understand how much people are getting behind them. And I think they need that at a time like this. I think they do. I think um, them seeing the love from everyone else will really, um, it does a lot. It does a lot for the morale in it. Um, you know, when times are tough, sometimes just that little boost for the morale helps you continue to go on and, and, and look for other ways to make it happen. Yes, absolutely. So that's, um, yeah, that would be Okay, wonderful. so I want, I want to say something else. I'm going to take us, we're still on Shop Local, but I'm going to take us in a slightly different direction. Okay. Okay. Because there's like a seedy underbelly of the Shop Local movement across the nation Ooh. where shaming is like a huge part of it. Uh, As in, if I see you in another town and you're shopping at like a big box store, I live near the train tracks. My window's open. There's not a train going <laughs> along behind me. I'm sorry. Um, that, you know, you're a horrible person and you don't love your community and you should be ashamed of that. And I do not want that to be part of this at all. No. I don't want any of us to feel that way. I would no. like to point out that if you see the person in the big box store in another town, you're in the big box store in another town, people. Come on. Exactly. Don't, <laughs> don't throw stones. And, and I was uh, watching something the other night. It kind of goes along with that same shaming thing. And, and again, they, you know, it's very likely people are going there because they, they needed to get something they couldn't find. Maybe, maybe, or maybe they were just there because they happened to be there anyway. And like, yep. like Noel said, you were there. But another thing, um, um, I was watching uh, this about, uh, I was talking about etiquette and um, the question came up about what do you say to someone if you see them in the store and they've got a carton full of, of all the, the toilet paper or all the bread from that aisle, um, do you say <laughs> something to them? And he made a really good point. He said, you know, maybe that person with all those loaves of bread is making sandwiches for the kids that aren't getting lunch. You know, you don't know the situation. Um, maybe they're going to give that toilet paper away. I mean, you know, maybe they're not, but maybe they are, you know? So yeah. if you don't know the situation, you know, just don't say anything. <laughs> basically. When, when, when people are scared, like they are right now, it's really easy to make judgment calls and to make yeah. snap decisions. And I think we all have to be careful not to do that at all times, but especially now, I just, I do not want people to ever feel like this whole idea of shopping local means that they can never ever step a foot out of Bond County and spend a dime because that's not sustainable and that's not realistic. Uh, as much as I love this community, there are some things that we can't buy locally. Um, and that's, that's okay too. Um, maybe there will be a day when we can, and that day will come if we continue to invest in the businesses that are here. That's how you attract new businesses here. That's oh, how you attract exactly. new restaurants here. That's how you attract new everything here is, uh, when they see the numbers and the places that you already have. Right. So my goal is to set small goals for, for yourself, for your family, um, I would love to see across the board if everyone just spent 10% more than they've been spending locally. Um, that's not a huge change in your lifestyle, but that could make a huge change across the board for our, our community. Um, I think Bill Walker with the city of Greenville is actually running some statistics and some numbers on what kind of an economic impact that could have in our area, um, but we don't have those yet. And that's really doable. 
or if you're like me and you don't like to do the math, <laughs> then you sit down with your family and you have a conversation. Um, for us, we made a choice that we will buy all of our produce and all of our meat in town. Mm-hmm. Um, so my daughter is doing the curly girl method for her hair. Huh, I know that's is- a very random bit of information, but if you're not familiar with the curly girl method, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it's a very complicated thing in which you apparently use 700 products daily, but they can only be very specific products, many of which are not available in Greenville. <laughs> so when I started talking about shop local, my teenage daughter freaked out on me. <laughs> I was like, it's okay. We can still go other places and shop. We're not only shopping local. So here's a fun fact, people. You will still see me outside of Vaughn County shopping. Um, Don't don't like string me up, lynch me. I'm I'm not being a hypocrite. (laughs) I understand that this isn't a like this isn't a all in or not at all in thing. This is a lifestyle. She, she's a victim of the curly hair method. So what are you going to do? No idea. (laughs) Don't talk to her about it. It's exhausting. (laughs) Um, But anyhow, so that was just a decision that we made as a family. I mean, those are two of the most expensive things that you buy anyhow. And we have fantastic places in town to buy those. And the benefit of going to like a Wayne's market is that they actually know what they're talking about when you ask them about your meat or your produce they can probably tell you where it all comes from like the exactly you know the farm etc that's what's amazing um and another thing i've noticed um i was out in greenville yesterday um more precautions have been made recently so um you're you're fine there and everybody's being courteous just you know keep your distance um a lot of the retailers are asking that when you do go to a store um, one, one family member per visit, it just makes it easier for them. And, um, then you can get in there you can get out and you're not freaking everybody else out, but that's just for right now. I mean that all that stuff's gonna, we're going to get back to a, a normal pace and normal regulations, you know, before too long. But in the meantime, yeah. So just be smart. Use there. common sense. It's actually right. something we excel at around here. Right. You know, I it was, um, just realizing something yesterday, Noel, and I was, I was getting ready to the, go to the, to the grocery store. Um, and I put a bandana on <laughs> and, <laughs> and I did, you know, cause, uh, I'm just, I want to, I want to, you know, get people at ease when I come in there and I got allergies. So sometimes I do have a little cough, but, um, I'm, I'm fine, but I wore the bandana and I'm thinking to myself, remember when we were afraid of people showing up with <laughs> something on their face and now the scariest people are the ones that don't have anything it's so (laughs) crazy i know a long long time ago i was a bank teller and i remember thinking if all of these people had walked in wearing all of these masks i would have hit the floor no kidding i think um i think wild west wear is gonna have a comeback i don't know maybe oh yeah so ski mask will be back in fashion for sure too I don't know. They're hot and itchy and uncomfortable. I don't think anybody's going to be doing it, especially as it gets warmer. I don't think this is going to catch on. Well, maybe not through the summer months. And today it feels like <laughs> summer, but, uh, and, and just a little heads up, this, this may air at a later time. So things that Noel and I are talking about right now, you, this might be airing in a couple of weeks, but um, yeah, just know that this was the, the day when the weather turned 85 
during the the COVID-19 crisis and it was still spring so exactly it's crazy oh but (laughs) any other tips we want to put out there um anything else you want to want to say you want to it calls to action Um, um I don't think so I think just shop local shop local first again right. don't shame if you can't find what you need but try to find what you need you might be surprised what your local area has you might be surprised at the the good price points and the good values that you can find uh, i know why i was when i started actually trying to live this way oh yeah um, once you investigate too I, i'm always surprised when i talk to businesses um, there's always something that one of our businesses in Greenville does that I'm like, oh, I didn't know you did that. That's pretty exactly. cool. Exactly. I mean, you want to know a dirty little secret? One of my favorite places to buy gifts, like for Mother's Day and stuff like that, is Buckeye. Yeah. There's so much stuff out there. I cannot even begin to tell you. And you get to like see the pig and stuff. Uh, that's a bonus. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. You just find these things in unexpected places in Greenville. It's another part of Greenville's charm. Yeah, yeah you really do. <laughs> so, and, and that's 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 the overarching thing here is that here's here's where this gets really personal for me. Um, mm-hmm. I grew up in uh, Hancock County, Illinois, which is more rural than here by far, um, less populated, um, and it's a poorer county than, than Bond County by far. And one of the, one of the places that I grew up very close to, it's not technically my hometown, but I grew up about five miles outside of Nauvoo, Illinois. Um, and Nauvoo is a huge tourist trap. Um, it is the last town in Illinois um, that the Mormons lived in before they were politely asked to leave Illinois and they went to Utah. And it has been turned into um, just a giant tourist destination for members of the Mormon church. And it's a super cute little town. It is very touristy. It is very nicely kept up. And it exists, um, I would say, about 90% on tourist dollars. Mm -hmm. And it is a really sad place to see when it's not the tourist season and it's because no one in that town takes pride in it because they just they don't see the worth in the town they just see it as a place that people come to visit on vacation and they don't see the worth that's there they don't see that it's a really beautiful part of of illinois they don't they don't see that it's right on the mississippi and there's there's really gorgeous views and there's there's really pretty places to visit they don't take any pride in it because they're not investing in it themselves They're just sitting back and letting other people come there and do that. And uh, I don't want that for Bond County. And I I think that's why this is kind of personal for me. Um, I want us to invest in our our community and take pride in what we are. I want that very badly. That makes sense. Yep. That's what we should all want, you know. I think we have a lot of potential. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to thank you for joining me today, Noelle. This has been fun, as it always is. <laughs> um, and, oh, I want to bring up one thing before, before we go. Um, you have put a little challenge out there to some other businesses. You want <laughs> yes, to talk about that? Um, yes. I mean, this was actually my business partner, Crystal Grove's idea. 
um, she wanted to do some post-it note artwork on our windows where you basically do pixel art using post-its on our windows and then we decided that we would throw down or post a challenge to some other businesses in the community and see if they would do the same thing so we finished ours earlier this week and we posted a challenge to uh, Bradford National Bank and to Rocket Bowls and to Watson's Drugstore and we'll see what they come up with um, if they have time to come up with anything they, they may be a little busy it's their call they can pass it on to another business if they want to um, but we just thought it would be a fun way to get some color and some pretty stuff to look at and some fun stuff to look at. And we also thought it would be kind of a cool way to bring attention to the businesses um, that are still open and still working and, and still doing things throughout this this time. Uh, oh, to yeah. be perfectly honest, it gave us a reason to get our children out of the house and <laughs> give them something to do. Um, slave labor is always a good thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it was a blast. <laughs> but here, here's, here's my tip. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to get, I mean, we were doing art and I wanted to have a really good, you know, spectrum of colors to do the artwork with. And we weren't sure what we were going to do. And so I was, I was buying these post-its and I wanted to make sure I had really good colors. It's not easy to get good colors in post-its. You have to buy like packs. <laughs> yeah. And, and I just kind of kept buying and kept buying. And I, I, again, accidentally bought 12,000 post-it notes. <laughs> um, and then we measured our windows and we discovered that it took less than 900 post-it notes <laughs> to You're actually set. do our windows. <laughs> Were you making up post-it note packets for people? We did. We, we, we made bags of post-it notes and um, then did a little challenge and delivered those. I delivered those yesterday afternoon, actually. That, that's what I thought I saw. Well, we want to see pictures of those. And uh, yeah, so maybe I need to get this podcast uh, uploaded uh, PDQ so uh, <laughs> we can see all of those. But yeah, see again, creativity in, in this small town and we love it. I love it. I love when, uh, when businesses and, and people like Noel do things like this. It just makes you happy. That's the plan. Yeah. Love it. Well, I, <laughs> again, I want to thank you for joining me today. I'm going to let you go. Um, okay. Uh, you can you can see Noel at um, Bond County Realtors. I think there's always someone there from ten to twelve. Is that correct? Monday through Friday. Uh, we have someone answering phones ten to twelve. We are closed to the public um, during the crisis. We have uh, storage units and rentals that we manage. So at any given time, we could have three hundred people walking through the doors in a month. Oh yeah. Um, so we've decided it's best for us to be closed to the public just to flatten that curve. Um, but you can peek through the windows that aren't covered and wave at me for sure. <laughs> and you can definitely call and email yes. and Facebook and all that jazz too. We're still and, working from home. We're just not in the office talking to people face to face. Right. Yeah. They're still making it happen, but um, go like the Facebook page shop local bond County uh, and yes. uh, follow it there. And again, send in your pictures. Cause that would be awesome to see what everyone's doing. Um, and also contact the Greenville Chamber of Commerce if you have any additions, subtractions, or changes to what your business is doing. Or if you know of a business that has changed something that's not accurate to the list we have currently, please uh, let us know. You can email greenvillechamber at greenvilleilchamber at gmail.com. 
Okay. We also now, have more shop local posters for businesses if you want one. So contact the chamber for that as well. That's right. We've got those and they're beautiful. And I thank uh, Larry um, for printing those up for us. And, and yes. Noelle is the one who designed them. So there you go. <laughs> People working together, making it happen in Greenville, Bond oh, County. I love it. All right. Now I'm going to let you go. All right. You, sorry. You, you have a great, no, you have a great day. Everyone else have a great day. Um, thank you again. Like I said earlier, the Greenville Chamber, or the, I'm sorry, the Greenville Smart Podcast is brought to you by the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, Greenville University, and Greenville Smart. Find out more about Greenville Smart at greenvillesmart.com. Take care. Take care.